first vacation where we had all the cousins with us. We had all your aunts and uncles on your mom's side and we had all your three cousins from your aunt and your um, uncle. So that was interesting. It's with, with children it gets complicated anyways just having your own and then when you have other people that have their own children that's gets complicated and a little messy because they're not you and they're not us and we were dealing with different I wouldn't say value systems but we're dealing with different parenting styles at least and all well, different value systems and it was just it was a little it was a little rough a little rough which I would expect that any any group of parent new parents and kids. And this guy's about to run a light and hit me, no. And so So anyways, I, I didn't get the chance, unfortunately. I really wanted to, but but that's fine. I'm not there's only some set schedule. I, I got to get this done. I'll get it done. So anyways, it's Tuesday, I'm, no, it's Wednesday, so I'm actually headed to Bible study. And your mom and I were up way too late, we were just, I got home late, and uh, the entrepreneur actually called me when I was at the office late, doing some work, and you were upset because you missed a bath or something, you were really sad, and, and you said, Daddy, can you come home and hold me, and of course I have to drop everything when you say that, so I came home, and I hugged you in your bed and just held you really tight for about 10 or 15 minutes and eventually you let go and you're like, thank you so much, like, uh, I love you, and then you like, you promptly fell asleep like a minute later. So, that's the job, that's the job of parenthood, you know, if, your, if your kid needs you, you gotta go. 
so that was a nice end to the night, at least at that point, and then me and your mom stayed up a little too late watching Netflix, and, and then we, uh, and your mom went to the bathroom, and we just started talking, it was, we were just making each other laugh, we were up just way too late, and then it went from laughing to, you know, we bring up subjects that are serious, and we were both, like, on edge, and, and that's tough, and then we went back to laughing, and it felt, it almost felt like a sleepover, you know, like a, what we call a slumber party, where you, like, hang out with your friends at night, and you're, like, way too late, but there's no one really there to police us, even though, you know, your grandpa is living with us, but it's like, no one there to say, hey, you guys should go to bed, because that's our role, so that was funny to us, we eventually, I think, went to sleep, and we, I was eventually woken up by the namesake that crawled into our bed, so anyways, that's all that's going on, I'm going to read Leviticus 19 through whatever I get through today, some historical things going on. You may or may not read about this or know about this later on in life. I mean, there's so many deaths and killings and shootings and murders in the news. But this one was pretty prolific and widely reported on. There's a man less than a year ago, I think, named George Floyd who tried to pass a counterfeit bill in a grocery store. He was obviously very strung out on drugs. The police showed up. I think he resisted just a little bit, but the one of the officers ended up kneeling on his neck for like close to 10 minutes, and he ended up dying. There are two or three other officers on the scene that just stood and, and watched it. So there was a huge media uproar. It was all videotaped put on the internet, and the officer was convicted of murder yesterday of that, so that, that's what's going on in the news now. It's a sad situation, it's just really tragic. I hope none of you become police officers, because it's a terrible job. It's a very necessary job, but it's also... In this day and age, it's the most hated job there is. Become a fireman, if any of you are listening to this, before you choose a career. Everyone loves a fireman. Put out fires, you help save people. You know, you're not writing people tickets, even though that's it's kind of a very important job. There's a lot of things police do that people hate, and that's because they're probably guilty of something. They probably broke a rule. Maybe that's why it was hard for me to be a public defender for so long. It's just I, I always felt like, you break a rule, you break a rule. There should be a consequence, and that's that. So it's hard to get a, around that mindset. Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. So that's, you know, what's going on. Anyways, I'll let you guys go for now. I don't know what else to say. I don't want to keep rambling. <clears throat> Hopefully it's a good, a good day today. Oh, your, your uh, 
grandma gave us some really nice couches over the or a nice couch and like a like a nice chair over the weekend so that was nice now I just have to organize the 10,000 books we have and try and figure out which ones were given away because evidently everyone especially the namesake is attached to them I have to say whenever I, I go to like organize stuff or throw stuff away the namesake becomes so upset the entrepreneur, the king, the spy, you guys are like, yeah, it's whatever. Well, we read the books, but it's a lot of anxiety there on the namesake's part. I know I was going to say, but before I, um, after I was done with the entrepreneur, the spy had, you know, had me in his bed, and you were telling me about the day, and how it was a really rough day. Your teacher took away a rocking chair toy from you in kindergarten. She didn't give it back. You know, uh, Monday, when, when I was watching you guys do school, the teacher did not call on the spy, and he became so angry as she was closing off the, you know, the video, you just slammed your computer down, and you said you missed your preschool teacher, who was one of the best teachers I've ever known. So that was, I found that really cute. I mean, I didn't like he slammed down a computer, but... The fact that you were so interested in the class and you wanted the teacher to call on you, that was that was endearing, at least. At least. Anyways. Anyways, I'm going to let you guys go for a little bit, and then uh, eventually we'll be reading some Leviticus, getting some rules again. I've been also... Um, I've been watching this show called The Chosen. It's a completely crowdfunded show about Jesus. It's a TV series, and I'm always leery about TV series or movies about Jesus. Sometimes they're blasphemous, and this one is not. It, it absolutely is not, so I'm very impressed with, with it so far. I binged through it immediately, binged through like 12 episodes, they're like an hour each, so while I was doing that, I wasn't watching you guys, which is, you know, makes me feel a little guilty, but... Anyways, I uh, will see you guys soon. Okay, I actually waited a couple days. It's now Friday. It's not Wednesday morning. When I got um, done with the Bible study, I realized I had to drop some stuff off with a client at their house. And usually I get to the parking lot of my office like around 7.15. I got there around 8 and there are people walking around and a lot of noises, a lot of construction noise. So I decided to wait. And I was going to do it yesterday, Thursday, when I had you guys all day and didn't really present with a great opportunity. I had to constantly supervise you kids while you're on distance learning. Have I told you how much I hate distance learning? Because I do. So right now I'm in a parking lot uh, at our family chiropractor's office in our town. And uh, I threw my back out while in on vacation last week. I tend to do that whenever um, I go on long drives. I, I think I need to stretch afterwards because uh, my back ends up being really awful afterwards. So we are at, <clears throat> excuse me, then we're in Leviticus, then we're gonna do 19 through, what are we gonna do? I, I don't like to say what we're gonna go through and you know, some podcasts are very fancy, they like record a 
an intro after they've done the reading. I'm not going to do that. I, I feel weird enough that we have, like, opening music and, and such. So, so it's really peaceful right now. I, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to be doing our taxes today. I have a lot to do, but I don't have any pressing court hearings for a bit. So I'm going to, um... Maybe do that. Anyways, just taking some sips of my coffee. It's uh, my favorite coffee mug. It keeps the coffee extremely hot all day long. So, And today's also Friday, so we get a date night tonight. You guys are going to be with what you call Tall Grandpa. He's going to be probably playing movies all day or all evening. Maybe you kids will be on your computers playing Roblox. So, I don't know. I'm take a little sip. <clears throat> Leviticus 19. The Lord is holy. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Everyone you shall serve... Uh, excuse me. Everyone you shall revere... Every one of you, I'm going to get this, get this right. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make yourselves any gods of cast metal. I am the Lord your God. When you offer a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord, you shall offer it so that you may be accepted. <clears throat> it shall be eaten the same day you offer it, or on the day after, and anything left over until the third day shall be burned up with fire. If it is eaten at all on the third day, it is tainted, it will not be accepted. And everyone who eats it shall bear his iniquity, because he has profaned what is holy to the Lord, and that person shall be cut off from his people. When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge, neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest. And you shall not strip your vineyard bare, neither you neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. I am the Lord your God. You shall not steal, you shall not deal falsely, you shall not lie to one another. You shall not swear by my name falsely, and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You shall not oppress your neighbor or rob him. The wages of a hired servant shall not remain with you all night until the morning. You shall not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You shall do no injustice in court. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not stand up against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate your brother in your heart, but you shall reason frankly with your neighbor, lest you incur sin because of him. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourselves. I am the Lord. You shall keep my statutes. You shall not let your cattle breed with a different kind. You shall not sow your field with two kinds of seed, nor shall you wear a garment of cloth made of two kinds of material. If a man lies sexually with a woman who is a slave assigned to another man, and not yet ransomed or given her freedom, a distinction shall be made. They shall not be put to death because she was not free. 
but he shall bring his compensation to the Lord, to the entrance of the tent of meeting, a ram for a guilt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering before the Lord for his sin that he has committed, and he shall be forgiven for the sin that he has committed. When you come into the land and plant any kind of tree for food, then you shall regard its fruit as forbidden. Three years it shall be forbidden to you. It must not be eaten. And in the fourth year all its fruit shall be holy, an offering of praise to the Lord. But in the fifth year you may eat of its fruit to increase its yield for you. I am the Lord your God. You shall not eat any flesh with the blood in it. You shall not interpret omens or tell fortunes. You shall not round off the hair of your temples or mar the edges of your beard. You shall not make any cuts on your body for the dead or tattoo yourselves. I am the Lord. Do not profane your daughter by making her a prostitute, lest the land fall into prostitution and the land become full of depravity. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out and so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. You shall stand up before the gray head before the gray head and honor the face of an old man, and you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. When a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. You shall treat the stranger who sojourns with you as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself, for you are strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You shall do no wrong in judgment, in measures of length or weight or quantity. You shall have just balances, just weights, and just ephah, and a just hin. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and you shall observe all my statutes and all my rules, and do them. I am the Lord. That's a great chapter. Some confusing stuff about sleeping with someone else's slave. Don't know about that. I don't know what historical um, context that would be in. Uh, maybe I'll do a little more more research on that. Um, that's chapter 19. You know, my dad would quote this to us, you know, um, and I never, I would never go towards it, but there, there were these board games that said you could summon people from the other side, and I wouldn't even mention the names of them, but, but uh, I, I, I wouldn't even touch them. You know, that's a type of medium, and tarot card readings, and tarot cards, and quote-unquote psychics, it's all... It's all um, scams, and and you're inviting, I think you're inviting a curse on you when you do that. I mean, it's it sounds, you know, it it sounds a little hokey, but these are literally in the Bible, and you know we're gonna find out later on. You know, a king of Israel does just that; he consults a, a medium, and he does not like what happens. <laughs> oh, what you mean? Cup down. Chapter 20. Punishment for Child Sacrifice. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the people of Israel, Any one of the people of Israel, or of the strangers who sojourn in Israel, who gives any of his children to Moloch, shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. I myself will set my face against that man and will cut him off from among his people, because he has given one of his children to Moloch to make my sanctuary unclean, and to profane my holy name. And if the people of the land do all, do, do at all close their eyes to that man when he gives one of his children to Moloch and do not put him to death, then I will set my face against that man and against his clan and will cut them off from among their people, him 
and all who follow him in whoring after Moloch. I think Moloch is like a pagan, like false god from Assyria. I'm pretty sure. My memory serves me right. It may not. If a person turns to mediums and necromancers, whoring after them, I will set my face against that person and will cut him off from among his people. Consecrate yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. For anyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood is upon him. Uh, next is the paragraph for... Uh, punishments for sexual immorality. If a man commits adultery with the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. If a man lies with his father's wife, he has uncovered his father's nakedness. Both of them shall be put to death. Wait, what? Their blood is upon them. If a man lies with his daughter-in-law, both of them shall surely be put to death. They have committed perversion. Their blood is upon them. If a man lies with a male as... With a woman, both of them have committed an abomination, and they shall surely be put to death, their blood is upon them. If a man takes a woman and her mother also, it is depravity. He and they shall be burned with fire, that there may be no depravity among you. If a man lies with an animal, he shall surely be put to death, and you shall kill the animal. If a woman approaches any animal and lies with it, you shall kill the woman and the animal. They shall surely be put to death, their blood is upon them. If a man takes his sister a daughter of his father or a daughter of his mother, and seeks, sees her nakedness, and she sees his nakedness, it is a disgrace, and they shall, be, they shall be cut off in the sight of the children of their people. He has uncovered his sister's nakedness, and he shall bear his iniquity. If a man lies with a woman during her menstrual period and uncovers her nakedness, he has made naked her fountain, and she has uncovered the fountain of her blood. Both of them shall be cut off from among their people. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, or of your father's sister, for that is to make one na make naked one's relative, they shall bear their iniquity. If a man lies with his uncle's wife, he has uncovered his uncle's nakedness, they shall bear their sin, they shall die childless. If a man takes his brother's wife, it is impurity. He has uncovered his brother's nakedness, they shall be childless. The next paragraph is, you shall be holy. You shall therefore keep all my statutes and all my rules and do them that the land where I am bringing you to live may not vomit you out. What a picture. You shall not walk in the customs of the nation that I am driving out before you, for they did all these things, and therefore I detested them. But I have said to you, you shall inherit their land, and I will give it to you to possess, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who has separated you from the peoples. You shall therefore separate the clean beasts from the unclean, and the unclean bird from the clean. You shall not make yourselves detestable by beast, or by bird, or by anything with which the ground crawls, which I have set apart for you to hold, unclean. You shall be holy to me, for I am the Lord, am holy, and have separated you from the peoples, that you shall be mine. A man or a woman who is a medium or a necromancer shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. It's a fascinating phrase, their blood shall be upon them. Now's the time. There's where I, like, check the time to see how we are. 13 minutes. Not bad. I could probably go another... Let me see how long chapter 21 is. Not too long. Let's see, 940. We'll just read through chapter 21. Uh, and then I'll end it for the day.
Hope that I'm very productive in my in my day today. Ooh. Chapter 21. Holiness and priests. And the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the priests, the sons of Aaron, and say to them, No one shall make himself unclean for the dead among his people, except for his closest relatives, his mother, his father, his son, his daughter, his brother, or his virgin sister, who is near to him because she has had no husband. For her he may make himself unclean. He shall not make himself unclean as a husband among his people, and so profane himself. They shall not make bald patches on their heads, nor shave off the edges of their beards, nor make any cuts on their body. They shall be holy to their God, and not profane the name of their God. For they offer the Lord's food offerings, the bread of their God, therefore they shall be holy. They shall not marry a prostitute or a woman who has been defiled, neither shall they marry a woman divorced from her husband, for the priest is holy to his God. You shall sanctify him, for he offers the bread of your God. He shall be holy to you, for I, the Lord, who sanctify you, am holy. And the daughter of any priest, if she profanes herself by whoring, profanes her father, she shall be burned with fire. The priest who is chief among his brothers, or on whose head the anointing oil is poured, and who has been consecrated to wear these garments, shall not let the hair of his head hang loose, nor tear his clothes. He shall not go in to any dead bodies, nor make himself unclean, even for his father or for his mother. He shall not go out of the sanctuary, lest he profane the sanctuary of his God, for the consecration of the anointing oil of his God is on him. I am the Lord. And he shall take a wife in her virginity, a widow or a divorced woman or a woman who has been defiled or a prostitute. These shall not marry. But he shall take as his wife a virgin of his own people, that he may not profane his offspring among his people, for I am the Lord who sanctifies him. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron, saying, None of your offspring throughout their generations who has a blemish may approach to offer the bread of his God. For no one who has a blemish shall draw near, a man, blind or lame, or one who has a mutilated face or a limb too long, or a man who has an injured foot or an injured hand, or a hunchback or a dwarf, or a man with a de defect in his sight, or an itching disease, or scabs, or crushed testicles. My God. No man of this offspring of Aaron, the priest, who has a blemish, shall come near to the offer to offer the Lord's food offerings. Since he has a blemish, he shall not come near to offer the bread of his God. He may eat the bread of his God, both of the most holy and the most holy things, but he shall not go through the veil or approach the altar, because he has a blemish that he may not profane my sanctuaries, for I am the Lord who sanctifies them. So Moses spoke to Aaron and to his sons and to all the people of Israel. And that is chapters 19, 20, and 21. Let me see, how many chapters is left in Leviticus 20? I should know this, by the way. 27 chapters, so we're slowly but surely getting through Leviticus. Uh, it's been a rough week, a lot of uh, a lot of historical stuff going on, and hopefully, you know, things are getting a little wild with the church. I go into more detail maybe another time, but I hope this finds you well, children. I love you very much. I really hope you're all getting along. If you're not, go to each other and confess whatever you did wrong. And if you're supposed to forgive, forgive quickly. Don't do it 
in arrogance. Don't do that. That's wrong. Be quick to forgive each other. Your mom and I are struggling right now, just dealing with four small kids. It's really hard. And I, the whole point of that, the whole point of our struggles is so you all are close to each other one day. You know, after your mom and I are gone or we're much older or we can't support you as much as we can support you now. It's vital that you are close to each other. Not physically. I mean, I would love for you guys all to live close to each other, but, you know, able to call each other from time to time. Even even to complain about me or your mom, but mostly me. I'm sure you'd be complaining about me more than your mom. Your mom is an angel. Um, so, anyways, my typical uh, benediction to you. In everything you do and say and speak and eat and commune every verb in your being do it for the kingdom Love you are